You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hey guys, so welcome back to 51st Dates. Um, if you've been following us the last, we have three seasons, guys. There's We're three seasons in now. And if you heard the last podcast, I had an amazing relationship counselor on and you really have to go and listen to that. So today I have, of course, a new guest and her name is Priscilla Charles, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about who she is and what she does. And then we'll talk a little bit about how we connected and then we will get into the questions, which is so fun. (laughs) So Priscilla, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, everyone. I'm Priscilla Charles. I am 33 years old here, born and raised Houston native. Um, I went to school at U of H Clear Lake, so not U of H downtown, but I still <laughs> go I went to bootleg U of H, okay. <laughs> um, I graduated with my teaching degree. Um, I love, love, love kids. I love volunteering, but I didn't pursue teaching due to school system stuff. So I ended up um, in accounting, ended up in oil and gas. I was an an oil and gas accountant for about six years. I got laid off due to COVID and I ended up in the real estate world. So I got my real estate license. um, But apart from uh, career wise, I've always, you know, loved the creativity space and social media. So I um, used to blog. I had a wellness blog called Priscilla Wellness, where I blogged about, you know, my fitness journey and food and recipes. I love to cook. I love to work out. I love to learn all about health and wellness. And I recently launched a a podcast called Arrive Your Mind. And that talks all things mindset, really transparent. I love to learn about people's journeys and how they got to where they are um, and just growth and, you know, struggles and being super transparent with people to help them uh, 10x their mind in their life. So, um, I don't typically talk about relationships, not that I'm against it. So I figured it would be fun to jump on here and, and I'm just honored to be on your podcast, Connie. Thank you. Thank you. And so, okay. So we talked a little bit about who you are, what you do. You said you're 33. Is that how old you are? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm like, you're young. Um, and so <laughs> married, single, divorced. What is your status? I am single. Single. And you Currently don't have any single. And you don't have any kids. No, not yet. God hasn't blessed me with any babies yet. So, so no kids and single, totally eligible over here, bachelorette. (laughs) Um, So the way the podcast works is I have a list of questions and we will go through those questions and we will see where the story leads and where everything. So you are going to be free to share as you wish. Okay. I'm, I'm um, nervous and I'm excited and nervous at the same time because I don't know the questions y'all. I don't yeah. know. them. So it's something that I kind of um, have done with this podcast where I don't share the questions like at all. Mm-hmm. And it makes people less nervous, right? You kind of are able to kind of just explore your answers while you're there. You learn a lot about yourself during this time. Awesome. <laughs> um So my first question is always, what has been your best or your worst first date? You can share one or the other or both or whatever. (laughs) 
I've had, oh God. (laughs) We've had all kinds of worse dates that like, it's, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was pretty bad and I've never really had, um, to tell you the truth, I haven't gone on like a ton of dates, like a, you know, a ton of like first dates or anything like that. Um, but I had a really, really bad experience and (laughs) (laughs) I met, you know, I, I, I was approached by this guy and he seemed, you know, like a great guy. And so we exchanged numbers. He hit me up later that week and he was like, you know, I want to go out. Let's meet up. Cause we were, I was out with my friends and he was out. So we didn't really get to talk much. And, um, so we went out and he was like, where do you want to meet? He gave me the option. And I'm very like, in the beginning, I'm really low maintenance. Cause I'm like, I just want to be comfortable. And like, you know, if I can have a quick exit plan, I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know yeah. what's going to happen. And I get really kind of like, you know, if I don't want to be there, you know, I, I, my mind just thinks like that. So I'm like, oh, let's just meet up at this little, you know, sports bar in Midtown, whatever. So we go and everything's great. This is the first time I've ever gone on a date with this guy. And he starts talking about a lot of personal family stuff. And it just makes, it just makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, okay, this is a first date. I'm just getting to know you. And he just comes in with the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. And I get really uncomfortable. And then he starts talking about his ex-girlfriend and he starts talking to her, talking about her by name. And then he starts talking about, um, just a lot. It's a lot. I almost felt like I was kind of like a therapist or something. I was going to say, it sounds like a therapy session. (laughs) And yeah, it was like almost like a therapy session. And I'm just like, okay, I have to get out of here. Like I have to leave, you know? And, um, he keeps going and then he gets into more personal stuff about another girlfriend that he has. And so I I feel like he's just kind of venting and it's fine. You know, I know everybody's on a different journey and I don't like to judge, but it was really, really uncomfortable that I had to leave. And I've never left anybody like I've never shorted a date or been like, Oh, I have to go, but I had to leave. And I felt so guilty. And my friend, one of my best friends, she came and picked me up and she was like, don't feel guilty. Like, you know, he was, he was doing too much. It was a lot. Right. And I felt uncomfortable and I left. I'm glad I did, but it was, it was bad. I think I, I, I definitely, this is the very short version of it for, to respect out of him, but right. it, it was, it was bad. It was, it was bad. It made yeah. me not want to, to go on dates for a long time. <laughs> I bet. So I have this thing where I have like a group of, of girls, right. That I have like in a group chat and I'm like, okay, code word, like red. Okay. <laughs> if I text you that I need you to call me, like you need to call me and get me out of this. So Thankfully, I've never really had to use it. I don't think I've ever used it, but you know, I warned them before I go out, Hey, I'm going out with somebody new, like code word because yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My friend, one of my best friends that came and got me, like she lives really close to Midtown. And so I just text her because I had Ubered and I didn't want to wait for the Uber. So I just texted her and she literally, she was like, I'm on my way. And she got there. She didn't even have her shoes on. She's like, I'm on my way. I was like, you know what? These are the type of friends everybody needs. She's like, I didn't even put my shoes on. That's so funny. Like I'm a um, huge on like TikTok and that's a TikTok right now is like the girls on the phone. And she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. She's like, I can't get my shoe on, you know? And I'm like, that's, that's the kind of friend you need. The one that's like already out the door. That's well, I mean that, I mean, there could, it could have been worse. So I think that was a mildly worse date. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So of course we know each other from online, right? We mm -hmm. met online and social media is a big component of dating right now, right? Dating apps and Facebook has a dating app, you know, people will DM you to death on mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're dating someone and going out with someone, how mm -hmm. soon is too soon to post them on social media? Or do you post them at all? Mm -mm. Do you post so, dates or people you go out with? No. So if I, so if I post, this is, this is my rule of thumb, right? This is right. not, I'm not judging anybody. It's just me. Right. If you see a guy on my social media or my story, you can bet your bottom dollar. He is just my friend. Like right. there's nothing going on. He's just my friend. I'm not dating him. Um, I've, I was in a relationship like last year and I had posted one picture of us and it didn't work out. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Like I'm not, I'm just not doing it again. And, and of course I came, it was a, it was a, you know, I was with them for almost a year. Um, so I didn't feel like it was just like super soon, but at the same right. time, it didn't end up working out shortly after. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more cautious. And it's just my own, you know, my own projection on myself. But I think right. for me, it, it's, it, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a right. long time for me to post somebody on social media for sure. So if you <laughs> see somebody on my story and just know that there's, I'm not dating this person. He's just my friend. So so I have these like random moments of like, I don't care. Right. I'm just going to post, like if I'm out on a date, I'll post whatever, but it just depends. So I, I have Instagram where I'll use my stories and sometimes post, but really, really like when I go out and I'm having fun, <laughs> I have Snapchat. And if you're on my Snapchat, like you're a very close circle of friends that knows my ins and outs, because that's where all the real stuff goes. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, so Instagram is like, eh, you know, if you see a guy here and there and I have guy friends that I post all the time yeah, and, yeah. and people know, right. But, but yeah, Snapchat's where the realty is. <laughs> I have Snapchat too, but every time people add me, I, I don't, the only people I have on there is my family because yeah. that became like the family group chat so, right. for whatever reason. My nephew was born and my mom started snapping everybody, you know, when she would babysit him. So it just became a family. It's our family group chat. Right. So anytime people try to add me on there, I don't. And they're like, why don't you add me on Snapchat? I'm like, because nobody, nobody's on there, just my family. Right. So that, you know, I'll post per, personal, personal stuff on there and things like that. But that's, you know, I'm pretty much Instagram, I, Facebook, my stories get uploaded from Instagram, but I'm, that's literally the only platform I'm pretty avid on. Um, right. But yeah, nobody, nobody gets posted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So Snapchat's where it's at, but definitely uh, for me. And I think for me, like also, um, like you said, when you're in a long-term relationship and then you end it and you have to go back and like delete pictures, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit again. So yeah. yeah. Um, it was super, it was, it wasn't a lot. It was like one photo, right. but then, and you know, like I said, I was with him for, you know, it was almost a year. So but at the same time, I'm just like, okay, no, this isn't, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So, um, for me, what I've noticed is it, lines become so faded sometimes, right. In the dating world and in relationships. So, and I, I've only been in this space for three years, right. Less than three years. So how does it work for you 
or how do you know when something is going from like a dating situation where you're getting to know someone to like a serious relationship, right? Like, like, do you assume, is it a conversation? Like, do you write each other a letter? You know, like, how does that work nowadays? How does that work for you? Well, to be honest, I haven't, um, since that last I'm being super transparent. So I was in a relationship for about 12 years, long time. Um, since I was like 16 till I was 28, um, got engaged, you know, we had our like ups and downs, got engaged. And then I called the wedding off. And after I did that, I stayed single for a very long time on purpose. I felt like I didn't know who I was. And, um, I just, I didn't know who I was, you know, like apart from this person, they were just part of my adolescence. So I didn't talk to anybody. So when I got into dating, I didn't know how to do it. I was like, what does this even mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure you can relate, you know, like, how do I do this? What does this mean? Um, are we together? Are we not together? And I quickly learned like, Hey, this is it's not how this works, you know? Yeah. So for me, I've, I've only been with somebody else after that relationship, only one person. And now I'm I haven't gotten, I can't even speak on that because I haven't gotten to the stage where I'm with somebody else. And I'm so cautious about it that I just, if I'm, if I meet somebody, I just go with the flow. And then as soon as I see something that is like either a red flag for me or in a non-negotiable, I just pull back. But I, I can't honestly answer you that question because it hasn't gotten to that point besides right. this other person. Right. But for me, I feel like I would need a conversation and I would need somebody to point blank, tell me like, Hey, I want to date you consistently and exclusively. Right. right. And then from there, like I would need somebody, like, I don't want to just assume. Cause if I assume I'm probably just going to hurt myself. So I would right. need somebody to clearly tell me, Hey, <laughs> I want to date you exclusively. And it's just going to be me and you. And then from right. there, I feel like that's where we would cross. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. It's so, so different right now. Right. Like you ask people and it's like, you've been with somebody for like a year. Oh, your girlfriend, like who I'm like, Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean, you know, I didn't know that that's how that works. So yeah, it's just, it's hard even for like, for on the outside looking in, right. To assume like, Oh, well, they've been together for a long time. Like, yeah. are they dating? Are they together? So yeah, definitely for me, I, it would be a conversation. Like, tell me, tell me what's going to happen. Cause I don't want to assume either. Yeah. Cause that's, that's hard. Um, so when it comes to dating, you're saying you haven't really been, you know, or you really haven't dated a lot. Um, but when it comes to like traditional dating, right. Like we always talk about the chase, right. Like the, man should go after the woman, you know, versus like the woman looking for the guy. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, I mean, if you know me and you follow me online, I'm a very open and forward person, right? So I've asked guys out on dates. How does that look for you? Like, is it something like, are you very traditional and you want the guy to look for you and chase you? Or is it something that you're open to like, hey, go out with me and then let's see what happens kind of thing? So I... I'm pretty traditional in that sense. Like I'm pretty traditional to where I feel like, you know, um, I would want the man to approach me, but then after, if, if he makes me feel safe, right. So if he makes me feel safe, um, cause I'm very like direct. So I'm, I'm very similar to you. I'm very direct. I don't like to play games. I don't like to have to read minds. So I don't like to assume on the other end as well. So for me, I feel like I would want the man to approach me. And then if he would 
lay kind of that foundation down and I'm, I feel safe, then I'm able to open up and say, Hey, let's go hang out. Hey, let's go to dinner. Hey, do you want to go to the movies or something? But he would have to make me feel safe enough to be able to kind of reciprocate that at first. I'm not against it. I just feel like I would want the approach first. I'm right. Yeah. And then after we, like, after that initial date or that initial situation, then I'm able to be like, Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go do that. And we don't have to be together, but I feel safer. You know what I mean? So that's just, yeah. it, it feels easier to reciprocate once you know that, you know, he's at least somewhat invested or somewhat yeah. wants to make that, put that effort forth. So yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, are you on any dating apps right now? No. Or where, where do you meet? So for you, you're not on dating apps. So where do you like meet people? Man, I, I don't, I don't typically meet people unless they're kind of where I'm at. So like I've been approached like at the gym, I've been approached, um, when I go out to eat or if I'm out with friends, um, it's like the everyday life for me part. Um, I've been approached on Instagram guys will like slide in my DMs yes. and I'm, I'm pretty, you know, pretty weird. I mean, it's the age we live in, you know, I'm not against it, but I get, you know, it's still a little bit foreign, even though we're so active and avid on social media. Um, my mind still goes to, you know, keeping it real. I'm my mind still goes to like, well, who, who else are you talking to? Like, you know what I mean? But, and so for me, it's like more the intention, like, are you really trying to get to know me? Are you just trying to see if you can you know, get in my DMS or whatever. Right. right. So I get, you know, I get approached on social media. Um, but mostly it's like wherever I'm at, you know, it, and I mean, not every time I'm out, but it's just the everyday places for me. Right. Um, Yeah. Even like the, like the growth, when I'm at HEB and I always kid around, I'm always like, I'm going to find my husband, like picking an avocado when I'm, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like when I'm out, if I'm out, but Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much where, where it's at. So one of the biggest questions is, um, and it kind of goes back to like the traditional versus non-traditional dating. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's always a fight, but who do you think pays should pay on the first date? I really feel like the guy should pay on the first date. Yeah. So for me, um, a lot of people always talk about it, right? Like the guy should pay. Right. And that's fine. Like that's assumed. And, and, you know, it's something that I'm okay with, yeah. but I've also had like dates where I'm like, you know what, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. So let's just like, at the oh, end, yeah. I'll be like, I'll pay for half, you know, or, split it or something. So, so like, for example, the, the first question you asked me about the guy that, you know, I was like, I have to leave. So I had ended up getting there before and I bought my own drink. And so like, I, I do definitely feel like the way you feel, right? So I'm not against pain. It's just the intention in the very first date. So, right. I mean, if you ask my friends, like sometimes even my friends are like, you're too nice or you're too this, but I've gone on second dates with guys and I'm like, oh, I, I got it. Or like, you know, oh, I'll pay for this or I'll pay for that. Or I'll do something without even telling them before they're able to say, no, I got it. Right. So I'm not against paying or being, you know, generous. I just want to see like the guy's intention because he might even pull out his card and I might be like, oh no, it's fine. But I really feel like as in a gentleman way, like they should 
you know, offer. They right. should be the ones like if they're asking. Right. And then if I'm like, hey, let's go do this, I feel like because I asked, I don't mind paying for something or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, sometimes for me, even if I ask, I'm like, you can still pay for me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I asked, I want to do this, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely goes both ways. Um, so when it comes to dates, um, I always talk about it because this podcast came from a coffee date. I went on a coffee date with a guy Mm-hmm. We were talking about podcasts and stuff that we do online because he's also big on social media. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we should do podcasts together. And then he ghosted me, right? So I did the podcast by myself. So um, so anyways, the question is, is a coffee date a date? To me, yes. 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 Some people, right, like they, because there wasn't like a big night, you know, dinner and something else going on, like dancing or whatever, um, they don't feel like it's a date, right? Because it's so, it's coffee, like you're just, it's just a meeting, right? It's a meet and greet versus like an actual date. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel, and I hate, I think this is why I don't talk about stuff so much because I never, I was telling my friend about this other day, it's like, I'm a little bit traditional, but I also don't want to sound like a pick me girl. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't, I don't typically think the way everybody thinks or but I respect everybody's opinion. So when I start talking about this kind of stuff, I'm like, I don't want to sound like a pick me girl. Cause I'm really picky and I have really high standards, like for who I want to end up with as well. Right. It's not like I'm just trying to get picked. It's right. just me, but I feel like I don't want to get wined and dined in the very beginning, because to me, I'm like, it's not fair for the guy either, because we're just getting to know each other. And what if he doesn't like me, which is his prerogative, you know, it's not for everybody. Right. But it's like, I would rather do something simple that there's no pressure on either of us. And then from there, if we like each other as time progresses, then I feel like, okay, it's worth for us to go and get wined and dined. I just feel like it's not really fair to expect that. You see what I'm saying? I don't, sometimes I, it's hard for me to talk about these things because in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to sound like a, like a pick me girl because I know there's women that they expect the best on the first date and that's fine. You know, like if you find somebody willing to give you that, then that's perfectly fine. But for me, I I feel like something casual makes me feel a little safer. So that's just me. That makes sense. No. Yeah. And for me too, like I'm a very casual laid back person, right? Like if you know me, if you've gone out with me, like literally like jeans and a t-shirt every day. Like I'm just that person. So if I can be in that space, you know, even when I'm dating somebody and feel comfortable, then I feel like it's, it's a good place for me just because again, I feel comfortable there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one of the biggest questions is always, uh, has to do with like connection, right? Connection and, and really being physically attracted to someone. So do you feel like sex is important? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your face <laughs> yes. yes yeah because so it's a important I feel um because we always talk about like physical attraction right and being attracted to somebody like you have to have that initial kind of physical connection right like I'll have guys that DM me like 20 million guys and I'm like dude no, like you are just not my type. Like, I'm sorry. I have to, and they get so offended. They get so upset. Like, oh, is it because I don't look a certain way? I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I have to be physically attracted to you. It's at some point. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely for me about that, having that connection. Yeah. I think chemistry is huge. And I will say it doesn't happen with a lot of people like that chemistry that you have, like when you find the right mix of somebody that fits you or complements you, it's very rare. You might like somebody a lot in this area, but then they're just like, you know, and you try not, I try, I'm like, I'm not, you're not going to find anybody perfect. Cause even when you find somebody that you mesh with as time goes by, you're like, Oh, everybody's flaws start to come out, including ours. Right. Right. But I definitely, yeah, I definitely need to be attracted. And I think, I mean, it, it's from both ends of the spectrum, guys and girls, right? Like guys are visual people, so they want to be attracted to us. Um, but I do think it's a huge mix for me. I can, I can be, a, I can be physically attracted or fi- I can physically think a guy is very handsome, but I can be turned off in when he opens his mouth. Like when he starts talking or what he starts talking about, I can, I I don't care if he's, you know, America's number one bachelor. I'm like, I'm not dating you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but chemistry for sure. And yes, to answer your question. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sex is important. So what is one of your biggest deal breakers? Um, one of my biggest deal breakers is the way besides like somebody already being married or in a relationship, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, deal breaker. If he's not single. (laughs) Yeah. Um, one of my biggest deal breakers for me is um the way they treat uh staff, like waiting staff when we go out to eat. Um, I'm big on the way people treat other people. Yeah. Um so if we're out to eat and they treat the wait staff or the cashier or wherever we're at, if they treat them with like respect, that's so attractive to me. Like mm-hmm. I love when somebody treats like that, you know, please and thank you. Um, that's one of my biggest deal breakers that I really pay attention to when I'm out with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that a lot of people say is how they treat others in public. Right. When, yeah. and especially like you said, like wait staff or other staff that like people would maybe disregard as like not important or, you know, and so, yeah, I think definitely that's something that for me also is how you treat others. Um, the opposite of that is what are the top three qualities that you look for in a guy? Mm, Number one consistency. That's, you know, usually whenever a guy asks me or anybody's like, what's your type? Do you have a type? I'm like consistency. That's my type. Yeah. Um, Number one is consistency. Um, Number two is I'm big on family. So, you know, you don't know, nobody's family's perfect, but I always think like, can this person fit into my family? Like, can this person get along with my parents and, you know, my brother-in-law and, you know, and also I look at the way they are with their family. I'm big on, like the relationship that a man has with his mom. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I really look at that. I look at the way he treats his, you know, siblings, or if he comes from a close knit family, it doesn't have to be perfect. Cause you know, nobody's family is perfect. Right. Um, but I do see family values. And so right. um, it's not to say I'm, you know, I wouldn't end up or give somebody a chance if they weren't so close to their family, but it's definitely something I pay attention to because I'm very family oriented. Um, and the third is just their mindset. Um, you know, you don't have to be some, you know, top CEO business owner somewhere, but definitely the mindset to be open to growing 
and to exploring um, different avenues of life. Um, I'm big, you know, into just kind of leveling up. And like I said, it doesn't have to be something super, super prominent, but just knowing that we can grow together and having things in common, things like our, our top priorities in common. So mindset is a big thing for me too. I love those. Those are really good. Those are really good. Definitely. I like those. Um, so when you're going out with someone, we've talked about um, chemistry, right? We've talked about connection and, and just kind of feeling that, that, that connection to somebody. Mm -hmm. So um, do you eliminate when you have like lukewarm feelings for someone? Like you meet yeah. them and you're like, oh, you know, it was okay. It wasn't that bad. Like, but there's really nothing there. Like, is it something that you maybe disregard and like put them in like the friend zone for a little bit and then come back to, or do you just completely like, Hey, I'm just not going to go out with that person anymore. Or talk to them anymore. Um, I feel like I try to be super honest in the past. I didn't used to be. And I felt like I needed to really work on that because I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. Um, and it's really hard. It's really hard to be honest with somebody when you're like, Hey, I'm just not that into you like the movie or whatever, but um, I usually am just like clear and concise. It's the hardest thing. I have had certain times where we end up, like we go on a date. It doesn't really turn into anything. It, I'm just like, eh, it's not really there. And then we just end up being friends, you know, and it's great. And, and I've, I have two guy friends that are legitimately just my friends. We went on one date and I mean, I love them to death and like, it's like, Hey, I'm out here. If you want to come out, whatever, you know, like when I used to go out a lot more than I do now and I would meet them up and we would have a great time. And it's like a group setting. So I've actually ended up being friends with, you know, a couple of guys that it just didn't, it, you know, we just didn't mesh or I wasn't super into. And, um, I feel like you just never know what kind of connections you can keep with somebody. So, but yeah. I, I do tend to be pretty honest. So I like that. Hard. Yeah, no it's so hard, but it's worth it. No, it is. It is. Like I said, you hurt a lot of people's feelings, but I'm like, oh, well, I think to me, it's easier on the front end versus like leading people on and making them think that something else is going to happen. So yeah, definitely very important. Um, so you are a very, to me, successful, strong woman, right? So do you feel that that's very, uh, something intimidating when you're like meeting someone new that they know your goals, you know, and then like you're into fitness and you, you, like, you, I see you at the gym every day, you know, like, do you feel that's very intimidating to guys when you're like, I'm into this and I, you know, run my shit like the way I have to. And so do you feel that in the dating world, that's been something where like guys get intimidated by you and they kind of back away from you? Um, I do. I do think so. I have, um, a guy friend that I am, has told me, and again, he's just like my platonic friend. And he's told me, you know, guys can be intimidated by you because they know, like you carry yourself a certain way and, you know, but it's things that I don't see until other people like see. So there's, there, I'm human, you know, there's been times where I think like, oh my gosh, like I'm well-rounded. Like what's wrong with me? Like, why haven't I, you know, like, what's up, you know? And my friends are like, it's because you, it, it seems as though you have to come correct to talk to right. you. Like a lot of guys don't want and to. You do. Come on. And you do. <laughs> Cause and you, you deserve do. that. <laughs> so like, even, you know, and it, it's, um, I feel like 
it's easy to like wean out the guys that are not going to be consistent because you see that there's people that put in minimal effort and then it just like falls off. And I, I just let it, you know, I'm not going to sit there and chase somebody. Um, if you want to come, if you want to get to know me, you're going to have to like put in work, you know, but I do feel like it's intimidating. Um, and I didn't used to feel that way, but now I feel like, well, if the right person comes along, when the right person comes along, they're not going to be intimidated by me. And honestly, if you want to know the truth, like I'm not going to be attracted to a man that's intimidated by me. Right. I'm just not like I have, you know, on the outside, I feel like I have like masculine energy because I'm an extrovert and I'm just like, you know, like I like all these things, but in a relationship, I have like huge feminine energy. Like I'm, I'm pretty traditional, but it it take it's going to take somebody that's masculine and dominant to take that, right. bring that out of me. So I feel like when the time is right and, you know, whoever ends up being in my life, they're not going to be intimidated by me. And that's, that's okay. Right. I mean, right. that's what yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And that's what you deserve. Right. Like, and, and it's the same thing with me sometimes. Like if I feel that a guy's not confident from the get, right. Like if I start telling you everything that I do and, you know, all the jobs that I have, like, and you just kind of like, cannot meet me at that same level, you know, with that same energy, again, like you said, you don't have to be like the CEO or, you know, whatever of anything. It, as long as you have your shit together and you know that you have goals and ambitions and mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Right. And if you're intimidated by the fact that I have my goals and ambitions, like that's not what I need in my life. So right. definitely that's like very important right so I love this conversation thank you so much for sharing I know you were nervous but that wasn't that bad (laughs) it was awesome um so you did talk about your podcast so where can people reach out to you and find you sure so if anybody's interested um arrive your mind has its own Instagram handle and it's exactly that it's at arrive your mind And, you know, I'm putting out episodes. I have about five episodes out. Connie just interviewed with me, which I'm super, super honored that she would want to be on the podcast. So y'all definitely need to check that episode out. It's not, it's not up yet. We just recorded the same day, (laughs) Um, but I have like different people that have been coming on from real estate investors to, you know, um, Connie, which does so much in the, you know, social media world and, um, with Houston Latina bloggers and her content development company. So it's just people from all walks of life talking about mindset and how they got over their struggles and how they've just become different people through their own journey. And I love, love, love talking about that. So if you guys want to reach me, you can reach me at arrive your mind on Instagram or at my personal Instagram, which I just post a lot of like wellness stuff, working out food, um, my real estate stuff that's kind of in the background in social media. Cause I don't, um, I just mark it a little different when it comes to real estate, but that's Priscilla P R I S C I L L A L Charles. And that's on Instagram. So awesome. that's me, you guys. this was so much fun. I was so nervous. I'm still nervous. I'm like, Oh my God. No, it's you did great. You did great. So thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening.